This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What's going on? Uh, well, it's like lots of other stuff, John. But, um, hey, it's like, you know, I guess now it's like I'm, it's like it's, we're slightly behind the time here in the sense we talked about Aquaman last time. But now we're talking about um, Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this movie's been out for a little bit, but um, it seems to be uh, also appropriate material for this podcast. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's like I saw Aquaman, and yo, I thought it was fine. Yo, I mean, definitely not a bad film. I mean, and, like, if you think that, you know, oh, wow, an Aquaman film being good? It's like, shocker. It's like, you know, then then you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. And yeah, you should, go, you should go see this movie. But, you know, hey, you know, we expect... Like you know, our superhero films be good, you know that's like the like the baseline right here. So the fact that an Aquaman film is good, you know that's that's like the that, that's like the minimum of our expectations right here. But for this animated Spider-Man spin-off miniseries this movie to be to be great, to be genius, it's like holy shit, that was a surprise. Was like, wouldn't you agree, John? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, honestly, when I I did not have high expectations for this film. Even when I first saw the trailer, um, I did not. Um, I did not. I did not expect that. Um, so I just came in with a, a level set. I had seen uh, one of the trailers. You know, maybe I saw the trailer in front of a movie, but uh, you know, I don't watch a lot of. I don't get an opportunity to like really look at trailers, so I knew the movie was coming out. But, uh, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's like, and we maybe should have expected this, this that, that um, this probably should have been good, because this is coming to us, even though they didn't direct it, this is coming to us from Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys who, among other things, you know, gave us um, the Lego movie and the uh, 21 Jump Street films, like, stuff that has been adapted from existing properties, but we're also, like, you know, much better and far more inventive than, you know, we wouldn't would have given them credit for otherwise. Yep. So, it's, yeah, so it's like, I mean, and, and let's see, it was, um, it's like, it was uh, Lord who wrote, I believe it was Lord who wrote the screenplay, co-wrote the screenplay for this one. But, um, but like, you know, like, they were kind of like, you know, the, the brainchild, like, the guys who, like, pu- like pu- pushed this film, like, like into existence and like it's got their fingerprints all over this. I mean, this is just a really like fun, irreverent movie that, you know, it's like throws in a lot of stuff from like from, from the Spider-Man mythos starting though with, um, Miles Morales who, uh, you know, he's got a, like, I mean, it's like, it's one thing to say that, okay, yeah, he's the, um, it's like the Af- African American Latino Spider-Man, but he's also, you know, it's like, like the uh, Spider-Man of the um, of the Ultimate Universe, who eventually became was eventually incorporated into the Marvel Universe proper. So, but um, My- like Miles is a great character in the sense that he's like he's very he's very relatable in the sense, sense that he's like you know your like he embodies like a lot of your average like you know teenage concerns in terms of like you know like like you know just trying to trying to do well do well at school. It's like and you know just wondering where you're going to fit in in life. And you know, it's like I think that it's like they did a good job of communicating that. It's like from the be like from the beginning of the of the film as well. Like, like you think so, John? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, to be fair, it this movie is about him. Abs- absolutely, and you know, I love how like you know the film starts off with 
you know, it, uh, running by Peter Parker's origin story for the very last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, that is in and of itself. It, it's it's a um, <laughs> it's like well, we know you guys out there know about the spider thing so yeah we don't it's like, it's like the, <laughs> and, and it's played Spider-Man's origin story at this point yeah it's played for laughs which is great because that's what you should that's that's what it should be because uh, if you have oh and the fact that you know they they, they checked spider-man 3's dancing sequence which i love that yeah. was that was brilliant absolutely but yeah that's that you know it's <laughs> it's funny because uh you know our friend sebastian you know um uh, he saw the movie and you know he reluctantly saw the you know um his wife gets a screener copy and he's like yeah he's like yeah hey, you got to watch it and he's like i'm just burnt out on the whole thing you know and i'm like yeah, I can understand how well, you... We were, giving, we, were, we were telling him that he needs to watch us at the party, weren't we? Absolutely. Then he, um, you know, <clears throat> he, 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 he texts me his review. He did a review on his blog. And, he, and, and, he, and he's like, yeah, I really liked it. And I was like, okay. Um, and, and, and his initial thoughts were, I, after seeing it, the screener copy, he's like, I wish I'd saw it in the theater. <laughs> um, now, and... and and I think that, though, <clears throat> I can understand and sympathize with somebody who's like, hey, have you heard of Spider-Man? No, no, who's Spider-Man? How, uh, you mean he's a man spider or what? <laughs> you know, what is, no, he, he is a, a, a Spider-Man has been a part of, you know, in fact, our lexicon, you know, um, here. And uh, and he's he's well known. So for this movie to go on ahead and talk, is like, hey, so here's the story. You know, um, you get it. And I think there's only one variation on that story. Oh, like, you know, the fact that they turned this thing into a running joke, yeah. not, not just a running joke, but also a validation by the end of the movie is, is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well played. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's like these guys, like they, like, you know, like, you know, the, um, the filmmakers, like they had. Like they were like clearly making this like you know to have fun. They really had confidence in the story they were telling as well. I mean, to just you know to uh, like to take that you know that running joke about oh here's Spider-Man's origin for the last time, told across you know five different other Spider people over the course of the film. It's like you know it's like that that speaks of like a certain amount of confidence in what you're doing. You know, and like and that's it's like and and I really appreciate that because you know it's okay. It's like that's not really a spoiler here. I mean, there's this, this is a film about like, like different spider people from like, you know, various multiple realities over the, like, like in this, like in the film. And they're all really like really fun and interesting too. Whether or not they're, you know, voiced by Captain Kirk or, um, it's like, or our favorite Nicholas Cage. It's like, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean like they're, it's like, all the uh, all the different Spider People are really interesting, and they're also um, all canon to Marvel Comics as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's I mean, like, I guess in terms of plot, I mean, yeah, it's like that's it's it's the the story itself is you know it's fine. I mean, it's like you know, like all right, Miles meets a bunch. Miles meets um, like Spider Man of his universe. Bad things happen. Then he meets a a uh, a schlubby Spider Man from an alternate universe, and um learns more about being a hero and then they meet like different other spider people like spider, like spider Gwen, Penny Parker, the, uh, 
the Sentai Spider Hero from another universe, Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir, and John Mulaney as um, Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider-Pig. Yes. Spe- spectacular Spider-Ham. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, and and that's where that's where that's why I was going to say the uh, the uh, origin stories flipped a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a spider that was bitten by a radioactive pig. Yes, it's like, <laughs> and it's and it's all canon too because you know it's like I like Pe- Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider Ham is actually like the oldest of all of the uh, Spider Men in this film. Well, aside from the like, you know the regular Peter Parker because he's been around like since I think like Assistant Editor's Month, like from the back in the back in the eighties I believe. So mm-hmm. so there you go. But I mean it's like it's just it was just great to see see the see everyone like draw from lots of different areas of Spider-Man continuity. It's like, and even if the overall story is, you know, like, I wouldn't say it's, it's kind of predictable, you know, in the sense that, you know, it involves, you know, Miles just kind of, you know, essentially just manning up as, like, as a hero. It's like, it's still, it's still done in a way that, like, you know, that, that his um, efforts, like, you know, feel earned over the course of the film. And I guess my only, I guess um, people who aren't familiar with, um, Miles's origin story probably would have gotten more out of this than I did because, well, um, Uncle Aaron. Well, as soon as he, as soon as he showed up, I mean, like I I knew exactly what was going to happen there because yeah, I like I, like just to um toot my own horn here, I'm familiar with the comics, so I know his story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, can't see them. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's interesting because I'm trying to figure out if the motivation for writing the story outside of just pure entertainment, it's like, okay, is it the uh, is it the MacGuffin plot, or is it that we just wanted to have a whole bunch of Spider-Men in a, in one universe? <laughs> well, I guess it's, I, I want to. a little bit of both because I mean, it's like if you're going to throw in like all these different Spider people. I mean, it makes sense to go for like some of the most dis- distinctive. I mean, it's like you you want like I me mean, like the the, spe- the spectacular spider ham. I mean, that kind of like the thing that kind of sells itself. I mean, and you get Nicolas Cage channeling Humphrey Bogart for Spider Man Noir, and then you get the, the Japanese um, you know Sentai Spider um, like um, like um, Penny Parker. Mm-hmm. It's like even though it's like you know it's kind of funny because like you know she it's it's interesting because like you know even though like when she was first introduced in like the edge of spider-verse miniseries it was actually spider gwen who preceded her by a couple issues that wound up getting her own series Mm. so yeah and i saw the movie twice so the second time i saw it with uh myron and allison um uh and and I noticed a few more things in it than I was like, oh, okay. Well. There are so many Easter eggs there. I mean, just from like looking at the stuff in the background, so many. And um, yeah, and and uh, it's worth a second watch um, if you get it on uh, disc. If you see it once on movie and you decide that the next time you're going to see it is at home. Okay, um, it's worth it to try to pick up on those references. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Now the uh, the art style itself is really, uh, you know, it's CG, but it's it, it's <laughs> it has, and I hate kind of putting this out there, but it's a it's supposed to be a movie based on a comic strip. 
mm-hmm. but you really don't see that come to fruition until Miles starts getting his spider sense, which is a pretty interesting way to to really kind of you know bring that out. And I was like, okay, I kind of like that. You know, it's it's like because it brings the audience with you, you know, with him. Yeah, and then you get like a sound effect, like when Peter Parker throws the uh, bagel at the uh, at the uh, at the Kingpin scientist, and you get sound, <laughs> the sound effect bagel bagel. <laughs> I love that. That was so awesome. I mean, I didn't need. To, I saw that the first time through, but seeing it the second time is like, yep, that did say bagel. <laughs> so yeah, um, and uh, it, it it has a lot of good humor, a lot of good references, and. Um, and I think it opens the door now um, to you know you know possibly uh, I think I've heard that there is actually a sequel in the works. So they've or maybe so, just, they just they just Sony, said it or if it's not whether it's in production or not I don't know. Sony is has basically expressed like a certain like a certain amount of overambition towards this in the sense I've heard not only is there is going to be a sequel but also a female centric spinoff as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like okay yeah it's like yeah I sure I, after seeing this one I go see both. But, you know, it's like Sony's handling of the franchise has kind of like, okay, well, I, sure, it's like, I'll, I'll give you a certain amount of rope, but, you know, like, these next ones have, had better be really good. So, but, I mean, like, in the end, like, you know, like, the, uh, I mean, like, the uh, post credit sequence did kind of set things up for a potential sequel. Well, okay, it, not really, but it also, but it just said suffer for more goofs as well, which I, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's some, um, you know, I'm Oh, but you, but, but as you're saying, like the, uh, the animation style I thought was just really fantastic. I mean, it's like, it just, I kind of did a great job of just, you know, like communicating the action and, like, and giving the series, the entire film, like instinct look, look as well. It's like, it, like, it was like, I was just like, like really just like, sat through most of the first half of the movie just in amazement at, at what they were doing there. It's really, it's just really top-notch stuff there. I agree, and the thing about it is, is that I, uh, when, I think it might have even turned me off when I saw this, the kind of animation it was. It's kind of like CG-ish um, with, uh, you know, like cell kind of animation, but it's, uh, but I think, uh, you know, I misjudged it because when I watched it, I was like, you know, I, I, I didn't even care. It was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and, and it's another, it's another one of those things. It's not, it's not one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, the pacing is slow and I'm always looking at my watch either. Yeah. I mean, I was able, I, I was like surprised that I was like, oh, it's already, wow, we're almost done. It's, it doesn't run by too quickly. It's just right. Yes. So. Yeah, um, I'd say that, uh, you know, on the handling of Miles Morales' arc in the story itself, um, they did a fantastic job as well. You know, um, because uh, at the end of the day, that's kind of what this is. <laughs> yeah, know? it's like it's, it's, a, it's a really solid origin story for, My, for Miles. And, you know, it's like when the actual sequel, you know, comes along, um, I'm... Def, I'll definitely look forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I was also kind of impressed about, you know, it. his origin kind of broadly sticks to how it's portrayed in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the second... Okay, yeah, and that's... Um, 
although I there's probably some slight differences so um, that, that that are probably going to be played for uh, within the next one because uh, as the movie starts out there are already elements um, that had happened um, that pulled um, that, that that created some some uh, circumstances uh, in Miles' universe. That's kind of the driver for the story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything from the spider, you know, to the first person he encounters, you know, um, which was handled really well. When you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, wow, okay. Um, we know what's going on. Who's that? Oh, okay. And then you understand that um, that Miles begins to misinterpret it's, uh, and there is a, I'm trying to think of a really good, uh, I know I've seen something like this before, but, um, oh God, no, I, I can't believe that. That's, that's, that's absolutely not right. Um, uh, it's like, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Superman Returns. Is it Superman Returns? No, it's, uh, it's the other Superman movie. It's the Man of Steel. Okay. Okay. When uh, Zod first, you know, he, you know, he's exposed to all of this stuff. He doesn't know how to deal with it. Like it overwhelms his senses. Meanwhile, uh, Clark Kent in that movie, uh, he's lived in it for quite some time, so he's acclimated to it. To his, you know, to sensing you know the you know uh you know his powers basically okay i think i know what you're you're talking about but it's been a while since i've seen the movie yeah okay so i think what winds up happening is like uh you know zod and his um, i guess generals i don't know how you know like the lady i forget it works yeah so she you know uh, they you know he knocks off the head thing and all of a sudden she's like you know and i don't know I don't know that this is similar, but, you know, being exposed to all of that at once confuses her, you know, and uh, that's kind of the analogy I'm drawing here. Okay, because, like, I'm thinking about, like, you know, when Miles got his, was finding about his, like, really getting used to his powers, mm-hmm. it's like, anti-key just, like, you know, wrecks the, uh, like, the security, the security guard's office, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just, like, goes around, running around the, uh, like, the side of the building, and just, like, yeah, this is like a really it's that just, good use of animation right there. I mean, yeah. it's like it, it would not have worked as well in live action. It just would have like seemed hokey. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was fantastic and funny. Uh, and and as a matter of fact, it's like, well, here it is. But um, you know this, you know the scene where he's um, uh, where he puts his hand on Gwen's shoulder. Oh yeah, and, and she's like, he, and, and he can't let it go. And 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 he gets all sweaty. Uh-huh. And he's like, what was it? It's just puberty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to spoil any more for our listening audience, but oh, I don't know. It's been yeah. out for a few weeks, I think. True. It's like, I kind of want to like talk about how we should spoil the, the Dr. Octopus reveal, because that was brilliant. Yes. Uh, that- yes, it was. That was that was just like amazing mm-hmm. in the sense that it's like just some expert level misdirection, mm-hmm. like on the part of the part of the filmmakers because you know they introduce this character early on and you think oh yeah it's like I get it. I get it like 
like she's like your know, wacky scientist character, mm-hmm. and oh damn! Once, once like they um, finally make the big reveal, it's like wow! This this makes a this actually makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and it's 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 fantastic. It's I mean it's like there's a lot of great stuff in there, but just the fact that they you know they they put one over they they put one over on me. It's like someone, someone who like you know knew a lot of the stuff about the character from the comics going in. It's like that. Like I have to say, like well, well done, everyone. Like yeah. well done, well done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was like, wait, okay, got it. You know, the the connection of the dots there was like, it was kind of, you know pre-shadowed foreshadowed i don't know how to say it but yeah well I mean, it's like yeah, it's it's there if you like like if you want to it, it's one of those things where like, it makes sense it only really makes sense like after the reveal comes and mm-hmm. that's that's so that's what makes it work so well yeah so. yeah absolutely absolutely um I'll, I'll say this on on uh, as well um uh, and this is more mild stuff. Uh, they set up his family dynamic as, uh, fairly well as well. So I think that that, was, that worked well and, and yeah. played in the story very well. Yeah, it's like, I mean, his dad in the comics, like, isn't a cop. But I think that that, that you know, particular, like, um, that, that, like, that setup between him and his dad worked worked really nice. And, you know, it was, it's like, it was just, like, really fun to see his dad say, yeah, come on, son. Like, say, come on, say you it. You gotta say it. You gotta <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, that's, 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 you know, that, that is what, what a dad, what a dad would do right there. Uh-huh. It's like, and yeah, it's like, and also with his uncle Aaron as well, even though it's like, yeah, yeah in the comics, it's a lot more, you know, dr- like complicated, the relationship he has with his, with, with his uncle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that it's uh, yeah they did a uh, a good job of setting that up as well, and you know and and you know you know they didn't delve as deeply, but they 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 gave you enough, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so you know between his uncle and his father, things like that. Very very much so. Yep. Okay. So. Um, okay, so yeah, it's pretty, it, you know, I would definitely recommend, if you haven't seen it already, go on ahead and see it. Um, is there any other comments you wanted to make about the film itself, or anything uh. that you thought was, uh, was uh, you know, I, I, I know that, um, I do know, and I haven't read them, but now I'm more interested in finding out about, like, some of this, uh, you know, the Spider-Verse stuff. Um, and I know that they do have some volumes out there about it. Okay, the, uh, act, the, uh, the actual comic this this um, film takes its name from, um, Spider Verse. It's not really. It's definitely not a Miles Morales centric story, even though he is in it. Spider Verse is basically the story of what happens when every Spider Man from every continuity, like you know, like not just from like the film. I mean, the ones we see here are def- are absolutely in this in this miniseries. But you've also got like the Japanese, the original Japanese Sentai Spider Man from the seventies. You've got hosts um fruit pies advertising Spider Man, like from from the 80s. You got Spider-Man from the Marvel, like, from the um, Capcom video games. You got Spider-Man from the uh, comics. You got Superior Spider-Man, Dr. Octopus, like, in this as well. You've got Spider-Man from the, from the uh, 60s um, animated series. You've got Spider-Man from the, uh, not from the uh, 90s and the aughts um, series as well. It's just basically every Spider-Person coming together to def- take on some really, really dull energy vampire villains, and that's... That was like honestly kind of disappointing. I mean, it's like mm. it that I mean like 
it, it was it was fun to see how the series the series definitely had had its moments, such as how um, it's the um, Otto Octavius Superior Spider Man has to give the um, inspirational speech to the alternate universe Uncle Ben that shows up like um, late in the series to try and to help try and change things, and just like some of the um, really like you know out there Spider Man um, variants that we get in the course of the series as well. But the main story, like involving like you know the inheritors, is just kind of like these guys are just kind of like really dull like villains, and that was honestly kind of disappointing. So, so yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, it's got its moments, but if you're looking for good comic books to read, you should probably just start with Miles Morales, um, comics himself. Yeah. I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, um, because I, I have, uh, you know, I've, I've looked at a few summaries of, of it, you know, in general. And, um, I think that, um. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, that does sound like that. It's interesting that they introduce all of these uh, spider people, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's probably its more interesting part in certain parts, you know, so. Yeah, it was definitely smarter than to keep it, you know, confined to like, you know, just these, it's like, uh, let's see, uh, five alternate universe spider people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so, uh, you know, so you have read this then, is that, 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 is that correct? Well, like I said, like the Spider Verse um, crossover, like it's not really something that really like you know, it it, it it's not really it's not really like like the same adaptation like like not really taking like this like that story for this miniseries for this movie. If anything, it's like you probably want to go out and read like Miles Morales's first first adventure because that actually that actually lines up pretty well with what happens here. Cause like, you know, it's basically about this kid who wants to getting spider powers, you know, doesn't initially doesn't want anything to do with them, but then finds out that, you know, this Peter Parker of his spider universe has died. And now he's got to have tasks to, has to step up and, uh, you know, become a hero himself. I mean, granted he doesn't do that with the help of other alternate universe spider people, but the same beats are kind of broadly there. And, there's more interesting dynamic with his, with his uncle Aaron as well, because, you know, while I've generally enjoyed Mike, uh, Miles's um, adventures in comics form, my biggest complaint is that his creator, um, Brian Michael Bendis hasn't really found a way or really never found a way to like, to give him like a distinctive spider adventure. Um, Bendis did a decent enough job of putting him through you know familiar Spider-Man like Spider-Man stories involving like familiar Spider-Man characters and giving him a nice uh, supporting cast as well. But as far as like, you know, giving us a definitive, you know, this is what, you know, like really sets miles apart from, from like say, um, Peter Parker type story. It's like, he never really quite, quite managed that. So, and that's, on one hand, that's disappointing, but generally it's like, you know, the, uh, like the stories with miles name above them. Like art, it's like art, pretty entertaining read. I would go ahead and recommend them because, like, not these are available in like complete collections as well. So you go ahead and want to go ahead and start start with those. And then there's his new ongoing series from Saladin Ahmed. It's like and um, Javier Garon, which I'll be picking up. You know, once like once it's collected, once it's collected as well. Because hey, you know, it's like I'd certainly like to see if they can deliver. You know, like say a definitive, you know, Miles Morales, um, like Spider-Man story in comics form. Okay, cool. 
Um, so is there anything else that you would recommend? Um, you know, so, so we've kind of gone over the Spider-Verse crossover event and saying like, well, okay, it's interesting for this reasons, but the villains are a little bit blah. Yeah. And then you have the Miles Morales story, which is pretty much, pretty much the focus of the, you know, is, is, is the, is the, is the thread, forgive the pun that that kind of links this whole the, this whole movie together basically which borrows it borrows a lot from that right yeah if you had if you go through one or the other i'd say you know, definitely look invest in, my, in miles morales solo adventures i mean yeah there is like the continuity issue if when you consider that hey his earliest adventures were in the ultimate universe before he was adopted as part of the proper marvel universe proper but don't worry you can gloss over that so mm-hmm. to a certain extent. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. So anything else do you want to talk about this? No. Nope. All right. No, it's like you. How about you, John? No, no, I'm good. I was wondering uh, what you would want to cover on our next podcast. Well, I've put it off for long enough. So next next time, it's the best of 2018 podcast. Okay. All right. And we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. All right. Later.